0: Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good afternoon, everyone. It is Friday, February the 23rd, 2024. It is currently 12.08 p.m. Central time, and I am coming to you live from the Theology Central studio located right here in Abilene, Texas. Now, typically... When I begin a broadcast, I do what you would do in any broadcast, any kind of speech, any kind of sermon, anything like that. You offer some type of an introduction, right? There's some kind of introduction, and then you kind of tell everyone what you're going to talk about. Then you kind of transition into the body of it, and then you come back and summarize and conclude, right? Well, I I, I don't really want to give you much of an introduction here because I don't want to impose Thoughts in your mind before you hear something. I don't want to say, hey, this is, this is this or this. I want you to hear it for yourself and draw your own conclusions. However, I do have to offer a little bit of a warning as we listen to the audio that I have for you, as you listen to something that I'm about to play for you. I'm going to be obviously interrupting it and we're going to be analyzing it, critiquing it, reviewing it. But we're going to have to have possibly some very frank conversations here that could be very blunt and may not be suitable for everyone. So if uh, you have children around, this may be the time to put on headphones or hit pause. Well, you can't pause. It's a live broadcast. Wait until it's available on demand and then listen then. Whatever works for you, but I'm just giving you a fair warning. Um, This, what we're about to listen to is, well... Many of you may be greatly bothered by it, or you may be bothered by my comments in regards to it. I don't know. It's something, put it this way, no matter what's about to happen, someone's going to be bothered by it. And so hopefully uh, we can find a way to take this situation and make it into something positive. Now, I had received, I think, an email about this. Then I saw an article about it. And I just kind of, I just kind of moved on and set it to the side and, you know, focusing on other things. And then I don't know, 30 minutes ago, maybe less than 30 minutes ago, 15 minutes ago. I don't know. It's been, it's been just in the last little bit. My daughter contacted me and she's like, Hey, did you see this? And I'm like, Oh yeah, I have. But what she sent me was even longer because uh, uh, the other sites that I've seen this, they've reduced this clip to like 49 seconds. What she sent me is two minutes and 39 seconds. So this offers a little bit more context, which you know I like. There's a part of me that wants to track down the full original, but there's another part of me that doesn't even really want to talk about this. But what you're going to hear is a two minute and 39 second clip that comes from a church A pastor standing behind a a pulpit, an independent fundamental Baptist church, an independent fundamental Baptist church, a man standing behind a pulpit, supposedly preaching a sermon, and the discussion is going to turn to women, what they wear, possibly what they deserve. All right, here we go. I, I I don't know I don't know what else to say I, I, I yeah I I don't know what else to say I, I want to go to the news story and read the headline but I see I'm not going to do that. I want you to just try to draw your own conclusion I want you to I want you uh, when this is all said and done I want you to tell me what you thought when you heard it and then oh I'm, and I'm gonna try my best to offer hopefully some kind of you know some kind of helpful words but here we go.
1: I told my wife that this 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 is the kind of preaching we need. I told my wife, I said, Mama, when you go, when we go to Fish and Forge, uh, to the outlet Malls, when you go uptown here, we'll go up to, sit sit at the parking lot at, at the outlet Mall. I mean the mall here. I said, you watch it. I said, Callum, you'll find more women going to have shorts on. Then you're with pants and dresses put together.
0: Okay, so, sounds like he's talking to his wife. Says, hey, you watch this. The next time we go to the outlet mall, we're going to sit there and you watch and see how many women go in wearing shorts versus how many women going in wearing pants or dresses. Now, I, I already get a little worried about people's Christianity When they're worried about what other people are wearing, when you become preoccupied about what other people are wearing, then your Christianity is becoming more focused on, well, let's worry about everyone else than worrying about ourselves. And that always bothers me a little bit, but let's see what he's going to do with this because maybe he's going to make some profound spiritual point. But let me just state this, and I state this constantly, The Bible talks about God resisting the proud and giving grace to the humble. And we're called to not be prideful because God hates pride. We're called to be humble. We're called to a life of humility. And I say this all the time, humility, being humble is the almost impossible task of being more worried and concerned about your own sin, your own weakness, your own failures, your own struggles, being more aware of it, being more bothered by it than you are anyone else's failures, weaknesses, or struggles. But we have a tendency to be worried about everybody else. But here, he, he, he talking about, hey, go to the outlet mall and just look. I don't know why you're standing and sitting in your car watching what other people are wearing, but okay, maybe he wants to make some profound spiritual point. I'm going to let him make that profound spiritual point.
1: So I sat there. I just want to be sure. But I sat there some time ago for, I don't know who's out in the. I guess it must have been some of the family. Uh, my wife don't, don't go shopping now. And I sat there in my car. I thought, I'm okay. I want to see if that's right. And I counted Try that. You find more women go in those places with shorts than you will women with pants and dresses put together.
0: So then he decided to go do it. He went and sat in the parking lot. That's that's weird. That's weird, okay? That that seems a little disturbing. Now, he may not understand how disturbing that sounds, but women walking into a store shouldn't have to be worried about some man sitting in a car watching them going, oh, she's wearing shorts, check one. Oh, she's she's wearing pants, check two. Oh, she's wearing a dress, check three. Like, it's nobody's business what they're wearing. It's not your business. Why are you concerned what women at the outlet mall are wearing? I don't get it. It's none of your business. Okay, if you don't like what they're wearing, don't look. If you don't like what they're wearing, order what you need from Amazon and have it shipped to your house. Like, I, that, like the whole thing just seemed, well, but, but but again, okay, all right, all right, all right. Let me take a step back. Let me take a step back. Let me take a step back. Maybe he's going to make a profound spiritual point. Maybe I'm being too judgmental. Maybe I'm being too critical. So let me be very careful with this. Let me let this play out. But we're getting the basic idea. He is concerned about what women wear going into an outlet mall, especially if they're wearing shorts versus pants or dresses. Now, I'm assuming he would not want the dress to be too short or the pants to be too tight. I'm assuming he would go those kind of directions that sometimes preaching goes into. But let's just see. Right now, he is concerned about shorts. That is his issue. Women in shorts seems to greatly bother him. Let's see why, and maybe again, maybe he's going to have some profound spiritual point.
1: Try it if you have got time. Try it. Have your boy go out and try it. Just watch for it. Have your girl go out and watch for it. And you know. Uh, now he's calling for you to go
0: try it. He's telling the people in the church, you go try it. Send your boys up. Why do you want people in your church sitting in the parking lot of an outlet mall, looking at what women are wearing, going into the outlet mall? That is just weird. Now, I understand maybe he's not, maybe it's not registering in his mind. Maybe it's not registering in his mind what what how it's coming across. Probably in his mind, he's just thinking, look, what he wants to demonstrate is that people today in his mind wear things that are inappropriate. And so he instead of so what he's telling you is you go look for yourself. I understand that's probably what he's trying to say, but it comes across like, hey, go sit in the parking lot and watch what women is wearing. It just like it sounds. It maybe in his mind it doesn't sound the way it comes across, but listening to it, you're kind of like, okay, I think your point is that hey, today women wear things that he finds greatly inappropriate. Okay. I think we can make that general statement. We don't need to have people go, you know, monitoring the parking lot, looking at what women are wearing. If you think that women wear things that are inappropriate today, okay. I don't know sending people to go check it out is, is the way to, I don't, I understand you're trying to make a point, but it just comes across as weird. But again, again, maybe, just maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe he's about to make some profound spiritual point. So, and and I, you think, I know you think I'm being sarcastic, but I'm not because I don't want to, I don't want to judge this, but when you're listening to something, okay. Now, obviously, there's something he's going to say in this that's made it go viral, and people have contacted me about it, and my daughter is contacting me today going, did you hear this? Okay, so, obviously, I know something bad's going to come, but I'm trying I'm trying to not judge it. I'm trying not to judge it. So, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Let's see what he's... Right now, his only point that he's made so far is women wear shorts, and he obviously is bothered by it. Let's see why. <laughs>
1: I I used to say this. I haven't said this in a long time. You ready? I said, if if you dress like that and you get raped and I'm on the jury, he's going to go free. Oh. Okay.
0: All right. I got to take a minute here. If a woman wears shorts and she is raped and he is on the jury, the man is going to go free. This was preached in a church from behind a pulpit, a church that probably has five to 10 times more people than go to my church. I, I, okay, all right, I'm going to play, I'm going to back this up, I'm going to play it again without interruption, and I, I, I'm not trying to jump to any conclusions, but ladies and gentlemen, I, I don't, I cannot take that, I, like, I, I <sighs> see, yeah, now I know why my daughter was like, dad, you've got to hear this, you've got to hear this, yeah, any woman who heard that right now is probably feeling emotions that I cannot even comprehend, because a woman dresses a certain way and she's raped, the man should go free? What? Okay, I'm going to back this. I'm going to play the whole thing again. I'm going to play the whole thing again. There's more to it. We're going to let it play all the way out. But I want you to hear this again. So here we here we go. Here we
1: go. I told my wife... This is, this, this is the kind of preaching we need. I told my wife, I said, Mama, when you go, when we go to Fish and Forge, uh, to the outlet malls, when you go uptown here, we'll go up to sit, sit at the parking lot at, at the outlet mall, I mean the mall here. I said, you watch it. I said, Callum, You'll find more women going to have shorts on than you'll with pants and dresses put together. So I sat there, I just want to be sure, but I sat there some time ago for, I don't know who's out in there. I guess it must have been some of the family. Uh, My wife don't don't go shopping now. And I sat there in my car. I thought, I want to see if that's right. And I counted. Try that. You'll find more women go in those places with shorts than you will women with pants and dresses put together. Try it. If you got time, try it. Have your boy to go up there and try it. Just watch for it. Have your girl go up there and watch for it. And, you know, uh, I, I used to say this. You know, I haven't said this in a long time. You ready? I said, if, if you dress like that and you get raped and I'm on the jury, he's going to go free. I... I-
0: Wow, I, I I have no words for this. I'm gonna let the rest of this play out because that's where most of the clips stop, or is pretty much right there. That's where pr- most of the clips stop. So I'm gonna let this play out and and see what else was said.
1: Yeah, you don't like, do you? I'm right though. I, I can't hit you like I'm right because you know a man's a man a man's a man uh, when I was a boy 85 years ago 80 years ago uh, I was raised in Martinsville, Virginia partly in Moxfield, North Carolina uh, you, you didn't you never you, I, listen, I don't even remember women wearing anything but dresses back then well, way, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I don't want you I don't want you go home depressed tonight I'd rather really go home encouraged but I want you to go home wanting to serve God but uh, it, is, it seems that we pay no, it seems like we've paid no attention to God.n't is that right? And the Bible says sometimes that people think God has delayed His coming and so as a result a, a result of thinking God's delayed his coming, uh, they begin to eat and drink and be drunken. And, and It seems like right tonight uh, if, if people if, if all of our people, Everybody, everybody that comes to our church thought that Jesus was coming Friday night Saturday morning. You think they'll all be here?
0: I, I don't even know what to say there. He, he, he made it very clear that he has said that in the past. He was saying it again in the present. He seemed like he is committed to that idea. And his idea is a man is a man. So if a woman wears shorts and she gets raped, the man should go free. And yet he speaks as if he's coming from the position of morality or righteousness. How is that moral or righteous? You're supposed to love even your enemy. You are supposed to love your neighbor as yourself. If a woman is is raped, it's not, you don't blame her that i don't know where, where how did that enter into the realm of christianity what even is that so because someone dresses in a way that you deem inappropriate if a violent crime happens to them it's their fault is that is that mentality in the minds of of many is that i mean i'm hoping this is just some you know complete abhorrent situation that now is going to go viral, hopefully this does not represent any thinking and any reasonable, logical person. Hopefully. Well, I mean, the sad part, he says he said it in the past and he's saying it again. So and so that right there, just it'd be one thing if he just said it and he was like, well, I I, what was I thinking? You know, I'm I, I mean, obviously, it seems like he's 80 something years old. I mean, maybe you could blame it on age. But if but you can't blame it on age if he used to say it all the time. This seems like this is an idea he's had in the past and he still has it in the present and it looks like he's going to continue to have the idea in the future. I mean, like at some point, how many times has he expressed that idea and did anyone within the Christian world kind of go, uh, no, man, no, no, that's not acceptable. That's not acceptable. I don't care what a woman is wearing. It's not justification for a crime against her. If you don't like it, don't look. This, this is this mentality that, that hey, the, the man can't control himself. And so the, the, the women have to do everything in their power to protect him. How about the, we, we, we have take personal responsibility for ourselves, and you can't blame someone else. Especially when you're talking about the violent crime of rape. Obviously, no that that's that's a crime. That's wrong. That's immoral. It's evil. I I I don't I don't I don't even know what to say. I don't even. How do you process that? What is that? First of all, is that even preaching? I don't know what that is. It's not preaching. I don't understand. And it, and it sounds like, I mean, and then he goes from that to the second coming of Christ. Like, I, obviously, I think we, his age is coming into play there. His age is coming into play there, right? I mean, it is. I mean, there's just no way, there's no way to get around that, right? And, and you would hope that for any person who preaches, you would hope that when you can kind of begin to see your cognitive abilities, your, your, your thinking starting to be greatly impacted by one's age that you'd be like okay I got to get out of the pulpit I got to stop this I got to stop this you would hope you would hope and you hope that people listening would try to help you I'm not saying you know you you have to be rude about it but there's sometimes you got to say hey I think it's time I think it's time to stop preaching I think it's time to stop there, I, the, I I hope I hope that uh, you know that I would recognize that. I would I mean, you hope anyone would recognize that. I mean, right now in our country, we got, you know, two individuals running for president. You both could, you could question that both of them probably should not be running for president due to their age and possible, you know, cognitive issues. Uh, but, you know, that's, that, that gets into politics and then people will get mad. But the issue is it's sad when that happens. It's not to make fun of anyone or mock anyone. I don't want to make fun or mock him, but clearly it sounds like maybe just maybe preaching is not the thing to be doing at that age. Maybe i think i think that i think that's reasonable i think that's reasonable i think i think you know we could talk about that but the mentality so so i i do understand there's an age thing there i'm not justifying what he said because he made it very clear he has said this in the past and this is clearly the way he thinks but at the same time when you listen to kind of the the way that's going you're kind of like wait what how does that connect to this? There seems to be a disconnect. It seems to be somewhat rambling. Okay, that's probably age. So you got an age factor, and and I don't want to be critical of that, mock that, make fun of that, or even be, I feel bad for that. I feel bad. I do. If you've been teaching and preaching or broadcasting, and then all of a sudden, one day you wake up and your age takes that away from you, that's that's horrible. No matter what your age takes away from you, that's horrible. All right, so I I, I want to be sympathetic to that, but this mentality is just insane. And I have heard, I have heard at least a few times, I've had a comp- a, a, some conf- confrontation with men putting forth some something similar to this idea. Maybe not that direct, but it's almost very similar to it. And it's like, you know, why? What, what, whoa, 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 wait, 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 you can't be blaming that. And I know that in the Christian world, there's always this mentality, and, and I'm going to try to broaden this now beyond those shocking remarks. There's always this mentality in the minds of many Christians that we want the world to act the way we want them to act. No, Netflix should not show that movie. No, they, they shouldn't have that book. No, they shouldn't do this. And wh- why do we think that we can tell everyone what to do? Why do we think that we should be able to impose on other people? I, I remember there was a video that went viral of some guy approaching women. I think they were on a beach and criticizing what they were wearing because he's a Christian man and what they're wearing is inappropriate. Dude, leave them alone. Why are you focused on what they're wearing? Why are you looking? Why are you going over to them? Who do you, why do Christians think that we have some moral superiority to tell everyone else, you can't do this and you can't do that because we want everyone to live the way we want. That's not the way it should work. What you should want is everyone to live their life other than committing violent crime and hurting other people. You should want them to live their life as much as possible so that then we can then live our lives as, as the way we want to as possible. And you can live your life by abstaining from this and this and this. And you don't have to watch this and you don't have to listen to this and you don't have to read those books and you don't have to go here. And you, and, and in fact, you can build your own little monastery, go buy some property, build your little monastery, turn off the internet and never have to see or hear anything thing but why do we want to impose it on everyone else this man was literally talking about sitting in the parking lot of an outlet mall judging what other women are wearing and then had the audacity to say if he was on a jury and a woman was wearing shorts and then a, a violent crime occurred to uh, her then uh, uh, he would let the m- man go what what is that and then not only that that shows a complete misunderstanding of what rape actually is like a complete misunderstanding of it, completely misunderstanding. And and sometimes maybe men just don't understand, you know, what rape is or isn't. Maybe you should do a little bit of reading about it. It's not about sex in many cases. It's about something far deeper, about hurting and pain and power and and so many other factors come into play. That, That is frightening that was preached in a church. Now, like I said, my daughter sent it to me. Uh, Originally, I'm not going to say this was the first source. I'm not going to say this is the first source. But on February the 22nd at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time, the Roy's report had this. Pastor's remarks implying women in shorts deserve to be raped prompt local protest. Video of a North Carolina pastor implying that women in shorts deserve to be raped is sparking outrage, not just on social media, but in the pastor's local community where a protest was held. Yesterday, the Roy's report, uh, jo- Julie Roy's posted a clip on X, formerly Twitter, of a sermon last August by Pastor Bobby Leonard of Bible Baptist Tabernacle in Monroe, North Carolina. Now, I know we have some listeners in North Carolina. In fact, we may have someone listening to us in North Carolina right now. Let me go look at the map. Let me go look at the map. We may have someone in North Carolina right now listening, because they usually show up uh, relatively on a, regu- regu- a regular basis. Um. Yes, we have someone listening to us in North Carolina right now as I speak. So they may be somewhat close to that area. They may be able to tell us more about the church. But so it's... And again, this is an old sermon, an old sermon. So we immediately... I guess no one in the church thought anything of it. I don't know. I don't know what happened. But, uh, he, he goes on to say, co- uh, the article goes on to say, commenting on seeing women wearing shorts in an outlet mall. Leonard said, if you dress like that and you get raped and I'm, and I'm on the jury, he's going to go free. You don't like that, do you? I'm right, though, because a man's a man. Hey, so he, he obviously saw some, when you say you don't like that, do you? He saw some expressions in the, in the, in the sanctuary. He saw some expressions from someone there and he's like, you don't like that, do you? Well, I'm right. A man is, I mean, I don't know what that is. As of publication, this post has been viewed 2.7 million times, only 26 hours after being posted. And the post, which also has 100,000 total engagements and over 18,000 likes, Roy's writes, yes, a man is a man, not an animal. And he is responsible for controlling himself. This pastor needs to resign. That's what uh, Julie Royce has to say. And then there is her post. Um, the pa- the, pa- the post on X sparked uh, a response from the local community and the pastor's church. This morning, the church marquee out front was changed to read, "I'm sorry for any hurt. I was wrong, Pastor Leonard." Okay, so I guess now, so in the sermon, he's like, "I was right." and he said, he said it before, then he just posts on the sign that now he was wrong. I don't know if he's going to release something else. Um, then the article goes on, uh, to say, uh, the, the clip originated from bad sermon clips, which posted a two minute, uh, clip from the sermon that Leonard delivered on August the 16th, 2023. Uh, so, okay. So there, uh, that's where it originally, uh, came from. And, uh, then they they go on with a lot of the other things that are happening about this. And uh, I guess there's, uh, I I mean, I guess there's been a little bit of controversy. You look at the building, if that's no, okay, that's gotta be a different building. That's a different building. Okay. Um, Yeah. Well, that's gotta be a different, okay. I'm I'm, I'm assuming that's a different building. All right. Because, but even their building, I mean, you know, it's, 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 it's you know, not a small church. And then uh, some of the responses under this, are deconstruction, anyone? Boy, howdy. Will anyone write uh, that his remarks are biblical? And again, everyone talks about deconstruction. This is the stuff, you know, d- that leads to de- deconstruction. Um, and then someone wrote, a female wrote, I'm old enough to remember when conservative Baptists taught me that if I got raped, it would be my fault. So, you know, the message isn't new. It's the party line. Personal responsibility, yes, but not only for the women. Men get grace and forgiveness and understanding. Don't gossip and 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 not guilty verdicts. All right. So I I you know that that's crazy. If if other women have have experienced that same thing, all right. Um, and then someone else put, which I, of course this is what is happening more frequently. This is why I don't attend church any longer. All right so I mean that that's uh, they the responses are strong and the responses are passionate and and you can see why I I don't know I don't know how to process it I don't even know I don't even know what to do with it other than you sit there and you go that kind of preaching like this, like I look at this from a couple of perspectives one So, like, it didn't, when he gave his original remarks, the people in the church were, for the most part, kind of shrugged their shoulders and walked, just walked away and came back the following Sunday. Like, you would think if someone said that from the pulpit, that would be the end of the church. It would just implode and there would be a full-blown church split. But no, the the church obviously survived and he's still the pastor. That was August of 2023. We're in February of 2024. So obviously it probably didn't do too much at the time. Now it's created a little bit of controversy. So that's the first thing. Nobody said anything. And second, that kind of preaching can build a church that, you know, like I'm looking at like, how can I sometimes I just don't get it. I look at, I look at some churches. I'm like, how can they have that many people and they can be surviving? And then other things, I, I sometimes I just don't, I don't, I don't know what the Christian world wants. I don't know why anybody would want anything like that. I don't know. I don't get it. And then the next thing it makes me think is I wonder how prevalent that way of thinking is in the body of Christ. I hope, I want to think it's not, but I mean, immediately underneath it, there's a woman going, I've heard this same thing. It's nothing new. And I'm like, well, I, I would, I hope it's something new because if I heard it from the pulpit, I would be like, I would be, I know I would be like, well, I'd get up and walk out is what I would do. And I probably, and I would never go back. And there would be a meeting and I would, and I would try to address, I would hopefully try to handle it in a very respectful, biblical way. But at the same time, being very blunt that that is just not correct. Like I, 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 is that, I mean, I don't know. You tell me this is a situation where maybe the people in the pew can know more than someone who's on the other side of the situation. Right? So maybe you've heard this mentality. Maybe, maybe I would hope that there's no men in in your church that has that mentality. She's just asking for it mentality. I, I I don't I don't get that. I don't care what the woman is wearing. I don't care how little she is wearing. It gives no one a right to touch. No one a right to do anything. Maybe we, do we need to go from church to church to church and start talking to young men about, I don't know what consent means, what no means, what yes means. What, you know, that you have responsibility. I I mean, I, I, what, what I, I, how do, how do you get there? Like, I'm just trying to process, how do you get there? How do, you, how, do you, how do you get to a place where with it because again when you hear things in the world that are shocking like my thing is well, God, that's the world right that's the world but we as Christians we're supposed to we have the Bible and we have you know morality and we have absolute truth and we have right and wrong and we have biblical wisdom and we, we always we always act like we're so superior to everyone else. And then time and time again, from within the world, the body of Christianity, the body of Christ, we see utter insanity. I, I, don't, I don't really, I wish I had something, I really wish I had something profound to say at this point. I really wish I did, but I don't. I just, I just don't know how you get there. Like I, 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 this is one of those situations where I wish I could go back and go, okay, okay. Like, okay. So it started this year in Christianity and then things started changing and then, and like I could, I could trace it and kind of go, here's how we got here. I don't know. And there's been plenty of this, you know. I mean, this happens frequently. The Roy's Report is a place that constantly reports crazy and absurd things said from the pulpit. I know, I do know this. I do know this. If you spend a lot of time listening to sermons, just spend a lot of time listening to sermons. Just pick your local area and go from church website to church website and listen and listen. You can be utterly shocked at the things you can hear sometimes sometimes you can be utterly like wait what, what what did they just say wait what and it's always shocking to me that sometimes when these things are said that the people listening they don't do anything they just kind of just sit there and 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 sometimes you like I have talked about a situation that happened here so I I the, you know the studio is located here in Abilene Texas and in Abilene Texas on the north side of town is I think it's called North Side Baptist I think is what it's called And they post their sermons online. And I would go, you know, a couple of months. And about every six months, I would kind of make my... I would make my rounds on the internet, listening to all the sermons in the local area, just to try to get an idea of where churches are going and what they're doing. Because, you know, I was committed to making sure that we were the alternative to the alternative to the alternative that we were, we were completely different. And I would listen and go, yeah, well, see, we, we definitely are the alternative. We're, we're definitely the alternative. Okay. Ultimately it didn't matter because everybody wanted the alter, uh, didn't want the alternative. They wanted what everybody else had, but that's okay. That's okay. But I'm listening and this pastor is talking about the bus ministry and he talks about that he, and he spake, states states in a very dogmatic way that we have kids coming here who are being abused. Like, like he states it as a doc, that they know that there are people that children are showing up from their bus ministry and he knows they're being abused. I'm like, okay, so you're going to put that on the internet. Are, what, what, Okay, it's great that you know. What are you doing about it? If you know they're being abused, you have a responsibility to do something about it, right? If the child, if you know the child's being sexually abused, you, you don't just keep picking them up on the bus. You have a responsibility. How do you know this? How do you do you see bruises on the child and you pick them up up on the bus and then you just take them back and drop them off? Like, what what are you what do you know? So I contacted them and I was like, yo, wait, so what's being done and what's going on? And they basically blew me off. They ignored me. And, I, and so I said, OK, well, thank you for ignoring me. I contacted the Abilene Police Department. And I'm like, hey, this church is aware of children being abused and they won't, they they didn't acknowledge that they're doing anything about it and they ignored me. So I gave them the timestamp on the sermon and I, and I, and they, they, they were contacted and guess what? That sermon was immediately removed. It was, it, it, it disappeared. Yeah, because I I, either either one, someone was just exaggerating about like, hey, this is why this bus ministry is so great because we're, either it was just a made-up story or they literally knew someone was being abused and did nothing about it. And I'm like, what is going on? Sometimes you just shocked at what's said from the pulpit. I, I, don't, I don't know what that says about preaching. I don't know what this says about anything. But I hope, first of all, I'll, I'll, well, not first of all, but I'll end it with this. For if, if, if you are a woman and you have experienced within the Christian world a mentality that basically says, hey, if you dress this way, you deserve what you get. I apologize on behalf of the body of Christ. because that was wrong and it is wrong and if you're going to a church that does that you need to get out of it because that's wrong and if you're a woman who has ever been abused have ever been sexually assaulted those kinds of comments have got to be I I don't know what they do to I I can't imagine what they do to. I can't imagine. And I apologize again on behalf of the body of Christ that that would happen because that's that's just wrong. And I would say to the men, hey, we got to stop that kind of thinking. Repent of that kind of thinking. And if you see other men in the church thinking that way or saying that way, stand up. Speak up. Yes, as men, we're sinners. Yes, as men, we look, and sometimes when we look, we think, and we lust, and that's wrong, and that's, and that's a sin according to Jesus himself, that if I look at a woman with lust, I've already committed adultery in the heart. It is wrong, and it is sinful. Men struggle with pornography. Men struggle with lust. There's no reason to deny that. But it's our responsibility. It's no one else. It's our fault. Now we may it may bother us, you know. If a woman dresses a certain way and it makes us struggle, it may bother us. But you know what? That's on us. You say, "Well, I need you." you what are you going to do? Convince all the women in the world that you're so weak that they all have to help you out? I, I've told the story before when uh, I was in the United States military and I was a part of like an email group of a, of Christian men. And and the whole point of the group is that we could talk and be free and and you know talk about you know whatever. So this one man came. Uh, this one man. Well, we got to work that morning. It was around you know seven thirty seven. I don't know. It was early, and he was like, "Hey guys, do you know the name of the company who put up that billboard right there on the on the on the main uh, uh, freeway, the main highway?" And I'm like, why do you care? Because that, that billboard needs to be taken down. That's just crazy. That's inappropriate. And he was mad. He was like furious. He wanted to get the name of the company and make them take down the billboard. And why? Because I, I saw the same billboard when I drove by. It was a woman in a bikini. Okay. But he was so mad, so bothered, so upset that it had to be taken down. I'm like, man, what? Wh- so, so if you see a billboard that's advertising a church and someone's offended by that, they should take it down. How about here's the thing. How about just don't look at it? How about when you see oh, the billboard's coming, turn your head, look straight ahead, do something. But he was furious. I, I, I don't, I don't get that. You're furious because, yeah, I mean, that's an issue with you. That's an issue with me. It's 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 our it's our responsibility. Sometimes when I've heard men preach about David's sin, they almost want to put the blame on her. Oh, she had to know what she was doing. She had to know what she was doing. Now I got no problem in a, in a and a different podcast maybe we can talk about you know what women should or shouldn't do but I can tell you this whatever they should or shouldn't do does not negate your responsibility and does not make them then right to be a victim of a crime and but then you're talking about Christian women Shouldn't be making non-Christian women live to Christian standards unless you want to impose some kind of, I don't know, Christian nationalism, some kind of Christian theocracy upon non-believers because they don't act like you and dress like you and you struggle. And so now you're going to make them pay. What, what What is that? Where where do you get in your mind that that's the way it should work? I want the non-Christian women to be free to do what they want other than commit crime. And if I don't like it, that's on me. And I'm not stating this in any way, shape, or form as if I'm somehow stronger or more capable or or more. No, I'm not. No, I'm a sinner just like any other man with my own weaknesses and my own struggles. But that's me. That's That's on me. That's my fault. That's my issue. People want to, we want things banned from the internet. We, there should, this should be removed from the internet. Why? Because you can't handle it. You can't control it. You say, well, it would make your life easier. Yeah. Maybe it would. Maybe it wouldn't. Because my Bible tells me that the lust and the desire comes from inside. Now the outside may feed it, but the issue is you have a sinful nature inside. Your battle is internal, not external. That external may cause you some issues, but the real problem is what's going on in the inside. But to any women who've been abused and hurt, assaulted or anything like that, that this is not, that's not the way it should be. It's not the mentality men should have. You don't love people by saying that they deserve to be victimized. Now, I'm going to end by playing this entire clip. Two minutes and 49 seconds. Unedited. You can hear it fully. So then when people are talking about this, because it's already been viewed millions upon millions of times, news articles are already being written about it. You'll know exactly what was said. Here we go.
1: I told my wife that this is this this is the kind of preaching we need. I told my wife, I said, Mama, when you go when we go to fish and forge uh to the outlet malls, when you go uptown here, we'll go up to sit, sit at the parking lot at at the outlet mall, I mean the mall here, I said, You watch it. I said, count them. You'll find more women going to have shorts on than you will with pants and dresses put together. So I sat there. I just want to be sure. But I sat there some time ago for, I don't know who's out in there. I guess it must have been some of the family. Uh, my wife do not go shopping now. And I sat there in my car. I thought, I want to see if that's right. And I counted. Try that. You'll find more women. Go in those places with shorts than you will women with pants and dresses put together. Try it. If you got time, try it. Have your boy to go up right and try it. Just watch for it. Have your girl go up right and watch for it. And you know, uh, I, I used to say this. I, I haven't said this in a long time. You ready? I said, if, if you dress like that and you get raped and I'm on the jury, he's going to go free. You don't like, do you? I'm right, though. I can't help you don't like it. I'm right. Because, you know, a man's a man. A man's a man. Uh, when I was a boy, 85 years ago, for 80 years ago, uh, I was raised in Martinsville, Virginia, partly in Boxfield, North Carolina. Uh, you, you didn't, you never, you, I, listen, I don't even remember women wearing anything but Dresses. Back then, well, anyway, I don't want you. I don't want you to go home depressed tonight. I rather go home encouraged. But I want you to go home wanting to serve God. But uh, it seems that we've paid no. It seems like we've paid no attention to God, isn't that right? And the Bible says sometimes that people think God has delayed His coming, and so as a result, a result of thinking God delayed His coming, uh, they begin to eat and drink and be drunken. And, and it seemed like right tonight, uh, if, if people, if, if all of our people, everybody, everybody comes to our church thought that Jesus was coming Friday night, Saturday morning, you think they'll all be here?
0: And my last words will be this. He has those thoughts. He's expressed them in the past. He was expressing them in the present. And while having those thoughts, he feels that that is serving God, that that is righteous, that that is somehow the right path. And that scares me to death, not for him. It scares me to death about me. Because what is frightening is how sinful we are, how Deceptive our hearts are, that we can literally convince ourselves that we are righteous, that we are godly, that we are holy, while at the exact same time stating, holding thoughts and ideologies that are horrific, that are horrible, that are evil, and we cannot see it. I've said this before, the thing that we must fear is we must fear ourself. We must fear our own deception, our own wrong thinking our own blindness, we have to fear ourselves because we are capable of horrible thoughts, horrible ideas, horrible desires, and horrible actions. Because we are sinners. We, we we talk about fearing God. And yes, we must fear God. But the, we fear God. And the reason we fear God is we see him as he truly is. And the more I see God as he is, I begin to see myself as I truly am. And when, you know what I see when I look to myself? That I am never as godly as I think I am. I'm never as right as I think I am. I'm never as moral as I think I am. If I'm even remotely honest with myself, I'm a messed up human being being. I don't hear that and think about how messed up he is. I hear that and I worry about how many times I thought I was so morally right or superior or that I was right in my thinking and maybe how horrible my thinking and my desires and my actions actually were. That man stands there speaking as if I'm right, He's moral and he's going to talk about serving Jesus and, and, and God. And, and, but he's, he just stated something that's pure, pure evil. I wonder how many times we hold on to really pure evil while thinking we're morally superior. That's frightening to me. Not for him, not for you. For me, for me, for me, and 2,000 years of church history have shown those within Christianity have done, preached, taught, and held to some utterly horrible ideas and not even be able to recognize how bad or horrible those ideas were, or those actions were. You can email me, newsif at yahoo.com. That's newsif at yahoo.com. That's newsif at yahoo.com. Thanks for listening. May God have mercy on all of us.